1: Hello and welcome to episode ninety-eight of the VSEN Market Insights podcast. I'm your host Josh Applebaum. Happy Tuesday, everyone. How's it going? We got a lot to get to today, guys. We are going to touch on a little bit of baseball. Baseball is in the air. Hope springs eternal. Uh, I'm getting so, I'm getting excited, even though my Red Sox are uh, I think not going to be very good this year, and pretty much gave up on the season. And we're going to play some young guys and see what happens. But uh, we got baseball all across. The Arizona Cactus League, the Grapefruit League, in Florida, baseball is back, and I want to hit on a very interesting prop bet involving, of course, the new villain, the new evil empire, the Houston Astros. I think we have a good opportunity here to cash on a season-long prop. So we'll hit on that. Also, huge day in college hoops. 25 college basketball games, ton of huge matchups tonight, guys. I love the board. We're gonna break down them all. Also, we got seven NHL games. Uh, quietly, uh, good, good night in hockey last night, guys. Able to cash. Florida, Calgary, Tampa Bay couldn't get um, the Caps, unfortunately. They uh, kind of blew it there at the end, but um, we're going to keep grinding like we always do. And, of course, there's no NBA today, so I think we really want to make some hay here while NBA is on hiatus. The NBA does come back on the 20th, so uh, nothing tonight, nothing tomorrow, but then the 20th we have six games. So I think it's a good opportunity here. We've talked about it before, but just being conscious of the sports betting calendar, knowing that um, when there are you know days with a ton of different sports going on, ton of different games, Public's going to be all over the place. And as contrarian bettors, we really want to focus on nights where, um, you know, it's quality, not quantity. And with fewer games to choose from, Public's going to load up on all the same games. and They're going to bet a lot of games that they may not know much about. So that just creates a great opportunity to buy low on a market where it's really saturated with uh, with recreational money betting solely off of uh, bias and gut instinct, guys. Uh, but as always, thank you for tuning in. A lot to get to uh, another stacked pod for you today. I want to uh, first off thank two of my guys, Brady Cannon and Amal Shaw. I made my follow the money debut this morning. I woke up early. It was uh, I woke up about 5:30 a.m. I haven't been up that early since. Man, I used to play hockey back in the day when you used to have uh, practice before school. But I woke up early, made my debut, follow the money. It was a great morning uh, with Brady and them all. They're, they're the best. So I just want to give them a shout-out and let you guys know uh, that VEASAN is really 24-7. So uh, if you wake up early, that was 7 a.m. my time I went on. It was 4 a.m. out there west for you guys. Then they have the replay early. So uh, it was a really, really fun time. And hopefully I'll be able to join them th- join them again. But uh, make sure you, f- you watch follow the money. Uh, early in the morning uh, every morning it's on Nesson and um, Paulie and Mitch uh, are usually going to be there Brady and Amal are filling in and Paulie and Mitch are really the rock stars of Eason so it was pretty awesome I was able to jump on uh, and shout out to my guy, Bill D for, uh, for asking me to come on. It was a lot of fun. Um, and really it helps me to um, really focus on these overnight lines even more so than usual and looking at what happened the night before and just getting a leg up. So uh, hopefully if you guys tuned in, uh, you got a uh, kind of like a mini newsletter in the morning. Love to make that a thing. Hashtag morning newsletter. Hashtag uh, morning follow the money. Uh, but let's get after it, guys. Um, as always, make sure you follow us on Twitter, at VEASANLIVE. Make sure you follow me at josh underscore insights. Also, um, thank you so much for listening to the pod. And if you want to um, if you want to learn more about sports betting, you got to go to vison.com We have a ton of different promos, a ton of different um, discounts going on right now. If you go to vsun.com slash subscribe, get everything that we offer. We have a seven-day free trial. You'll get um, your live odds, your afternoon best bet emails, all the replays of the programming. Um, really, the gem is our Points Weekly magazine. Every week, gets you gets you ready, gets you going for the weekend, and uh, really helps your capping. Um, instead of spending 10 hours capping, you can you know cut that in half, if not more. Uh, but also, um, you will get um, pretty much everything that we offer. So that seven-day trial will get you in, and if you if you like it, which I know you will, you can keep it. If not, you can cancel. No hard feelings. But Vison.com/slash subscribe. And, of course, sign up for the newsletter if you haven't yet, vcin.com slash newsletter. It's free. There's no reason for you not to sign it, uh, to sign up for it since it's free. Uh, but I want to start off with a little baseball. You know, obviously, um, you know, we got tons of college hoops today, a little NHL. It's going to be a great day overall. But really, right now, everyone's talking college hoops. I'm loving college hoops. Um... Kind of a decent night last night, guys. About even. Um, one that really annoyed me was St. John's collapsing down the stretch. They ended up losing by three. Uh, plus one and a half was a super sharp play, and they're actually up late. But we were able to hit the over in that one. Uh, North Carolina was another huge hit. They were contrarian. They lost by one. They are able to cover that number, the four or three and a half. Uh, did get Bucknell laying it. Um, Maryland Eastern Shore, some reverse line movement, the cop and Over. Uh, so we had a couple hits across the board, so I think today's an even better spot with a lot more games to get down on. But I think the key right now, um, is that you can kinda quietly under the radar look for some value in baseball because public's really not looking at baseball right now. I mean, actually with the Astros cheating scandal, maybe they're more interested this year than in years past. But still, for all intents and purposes, you know, uh, it's still it's not freezing, but it's still kinda winter on the north shore of Boston where I am and you're still kind of in that mode of, um, okay, you know, NBA, college hoops, March Madness is coming up. We have XFL, maybe a dabble with a little NHL. But really baseball is kind of on the back burner. But um, believe it or not, baseball is back. Spring training is officially upon us, guys. Pitchers and catchers reported about a week ago. And then either Sunday or yesterday, uh, is when the full squad had to had to report. And what's crazy is you actually have your first spring training game, the Rangers and the Royals, at 3.05 Eastern time on Friday. Um, but one thing I wanted to focus on and just kind of let you guys know I saw some value here this is like the ultimate wise guy, shop for the best line. But um, obviously the cheating scandal with the Astros is the number one talk of baseball. And you've seen a lot of players just absolutely crush the Astros. I mean, they're pissed. I'm loving it. I love this bad blood Mike Trout went off on him. Justin Turner saw Nick Marcakis say they should all be beamed, and uh, they're crushing Manfred too because he really didn't hand down, hand down strict enough punishments. Um, and they've you know Houston's officially become public enemy number one. So um, I noticed this at William Hill; they were looking to capitalize. I think it's a really smart bet, uh, capitalizing the anti-Astros uh, buzz where you've heard a lot of people talk about they're gonna. Um, They're just going to hit by pitch, hit everybody and retaliate and kind of take matters into their own hands. But there was a prop bet released yesterday, uh, a season-long prop. How many Houston batters will get hit by pitch this year? How many will get plunked? The over-under was set at 83.5. David Purdom of ESPN noted only nine teams have been hit by 84 pitches or more over the past five years, so it has happened. Uh, And obviously, you know, other teams are going to be gunning for them. You kind of think the over is the play just in terms of, okay, at least you know um, nine teams have done it over the last five years and obviously have a reason to retaliate this year. The interesting thing, though, is it did fall 83.5 down to 82.5. But what I think is the value here is shop for the best line because um, I did see a couple books. I think points bet. Um, I think you have to be in Jersey, unfortunately. But uh, they released it like 72.5. So I feel like if you can shop for the best line, if you have access to that, you can take over 72.5. I mean, I love that bet. Um, I think, you know, you hit by pitch anyway, but now you add this on top of it. I think it's, um, you know, half to 82.5 was kind of interesting As I thought it would go over, but maybe smart money hit the under early. But, again, um, this is the key, especially with, like, Super Bowl props and props in general. It's not like the market consensus where we look at, you know, Illinois, Penn State, and so every line is six and a half. Or maybe there's a six, but they're all even. These props, you can have different numbers across the board. So um, keep an eye out for that prop. If you get anything you know, 75 or above, I think there's some value to that over. Um, also, the crazy thing about the Astros is even though they're getting all this bad publicity, they may be a buy-low opportunity here uh, to back them. Their win total at Circa is 95 games. Only two teams have better uh, win totals, the Yankees and the Dodgers, both 102. So they have the third-best win total in the league. Um, they've won 100 games in what I don't know three, four straight years, something crazy like that. They're plus fifth, uh, plus 315 to win the AL pennant. Only the Yankees are better, plus 120, and they're plus 700 to win the World Series. Third best behind Yankees plus 300 and Dodgers 300. So I do think 95, if you can even shop for the best line, get an over 94 and a half. Um, I think you can almost, in a contrarian way, all this hate for um, all this hate for the Astros, you may be able to kind of go the other way and capitalize on it and buy low. Because their value's kind of never been lower, because everyone is so against them. So, um, you know, their last few years, I think their win totals were more like, you know, 97, 98, maybe even been 100. But um, you can buy low here, I think, on that over if you get over 94 and a half. And then I'm just a nerd. I like to look at, okay, who's actually going to be playing, and um, you know, what's their projected lineup rotation, everything. So this is their lineup. Um, it's pretty damn good still, even if they, uh, even if they can't be banging on trash cans and knowing that a curveball's coming, but. George Springer leading off, Jose Altuve, Michael Brantley, Bregman cleanup, Gurriel fifth, uh, Jordan Alvarez, who could hit 40 homers, dh Correa seven, Reddick eight, Maldonado nine. Uh, rotation's a little thinner without Cole, but you forget that they got Zach Grinke. So Verlander, Grinky, McCullers, Jose, youriquity, qui- youriquity, <laughs> Uh, and then Brad Peacock, closer Osuna. So, again, you think that all this hate, they're going to suck this year, they can't cheat, they're going to, um, you know, have a terrible year down year but I think you may be able to uh, even buy low on them uh, and then kind of buy high a little bit on that over with hit by pitches uh, but let's uh, let's flip the board let's uh, let's now get into some games for today because the goal as always is to read the market capitalize take advantage of uh, public bias and make sure we're on the sharp side of every play and uh, as always make some money that's about as simple as it gets so let's start off with um, a little NHL let's bang out NHL get it out of the way. And then we can move on to college because it's a big college night. Uh, So, first game on the board, Columbus and Philadelphia Flyers. I think you have a little value here on the Flyers. Uh, They're at home. Columbus is plus 5, goals for, goals against. They're 12, 7, and 9 on the road. But Philly, they're a pretty good home team. They're plus 16, uh, goals for, goals against. Overall, they're 19, 5, and 4 at home. And you've seen a line move to Philly. They open around minus 140 at home. They're up to minus 150, even minus 155. So, I've seen some steam hit. Uh, Philadelphia here with a line move. They also have one extra day of rest. They last played on the 15th. Columbus last played on the 16th. And Columbus has uh, lost a bunch of games in a row here. They got a bunch of guys hurt. So I think this is a um, kind of a buy-low opportunity here to back Philly, even though you're laying about minus 150 at home. But good home team, line move, rest advantage. Uh, Better goals for, goals against. Um, So a little value there. Montreal-Detroit. Uh, I don't know if anyone noticed in the newsletter this morning, com slash newsletter, but I threw in a little bonus NHL. That's going to be my goal. Um, and it's funny. I got some guys reaching out to me saying, um, I love you, man, but I don't care about hockey. Like, just, you know, stick to, uh, stick to basketball. That's where it's at, football. But uh, remember, money's money. And if you can win in any sport, then who cares? So I think NHL quietly has a ton of value. And I did mention in the newsletter Montreal. Uh, boy, did we hit the nail on the head with that one. Knew that line would go up. Open at minus 185. Montreal on the road. They're all the way up to minus 200. Even minus 210. So Montreal minus four. Goals, four goals against. Detroit minus 106. Just absolutely god awful. Uh, Montreal 14, 11, and 3 on the road. Detroit 9, 8, and 2. Um, 9, 18, and 2. Sorry. 18 home losses. Um, both teams have lost four games in a row. But Montreal is a big benefit here with rest because they are a rested favorite. Uh, they've matched that great system, well-rested road favorites. Those are 30-21 and 21 this year, 59%. So you can buy low on a Montreal team, uh, four losses in a row, one extra day of rest, line move in their favor. Again, laying a big number, but um, still think there's value there. And Shea Weber looks like he's in uh, their captain, great defenseman, so um, that definitely helps. Uh, keep cruising, Buffalo and Ottawa. Saw a little line move here to Buffalo. Buffalo's on the road. They're minus 12, uh, but Ottawa's minus 44. Buffalo's not great on the road, fourteen, and 4 Ottawa 14-11-6 at home. But Buffalo did match a couple systems. They opened around minus 110, slight road favorite. They're up to around minus 115 or minus 120. So they're a road favorite with a line move in their favor. Um, these road favorites have done pretty well, especially with a line move. They're almost uh, 58.5%. Also have a system two bad teams take the favorite. That's 63% this year. So a little value to Buffalo laying a short number there. Carolina and Nashville. Some value here on Carolina. They are on the road at Nashville. They're plus 26 goals for or goals against. They're 14, 12, and 2 on the road. Nashville is only plus 2. Started off bad. They played better, but um, plus 2, 13, 11, and and 4 at home. And this line opened kind of Nashville's short favorite around minus minus 120, 125. They've dipped a little bit. Some books are minus 130 down to minus 120. So line is moving toward Carolina. I also think it's kind of a good spot to buy low on Carolina. They've lost two of their last three. Nashville has won uh, three in a row. So you can kind of take advantage of a buy low, sell high spot there. Also, um, Carolina, non-conference road dogs. Uh, they're only 46%, but, again, dogs with a 46% win rate with plus money. They're about an 8% ROI. also have this um, two good teams take the dog, uh, two plus 500 teams or uh, 500 or more, 49% in that one. So a little line move to Carolina. Saw some sharps hit Carolina, getting a little plus money, um, around plus 110, plus 108, something like that. Uh, Devils in St. Louis, this one, uh, obviously you're laying a huge number here with St. Louis, but um, they opened minus two, 210. They're up to minus 260. So a huge line move in their favor. Huge discrepancy, Devils minus 42. St. Louis plus 15. Devils 12-16 and 16 on the road. St. Louis 18-6-5 and 5 at home. Also, St. Louis, they've lost five in a row. So, um, this is a really good team on a bad losing streak. So, uh, I think they're they're due for a win here and uh, bounce back opportunity against a really bad team. One of the worst teams in the NHL. They've already traded a couple guys. Coleman, uh, Andy Green, their captain. So, I think they're in sell mode here. Uh, and St. Louis, um, lay minus 260-ish. Um... Big number there, but some good value. Uh, even consider a puck line. The minus one and a half is even money, around minus 110. And then last game of the night, the Kings and Winnipeg. A little bit to Winnipeg here. The Kings are minus 42 goals for goals against. Winnipeg's minus two. Kings are awful on the road 9, 21, and 4. Winnipeg is 15, four, 14, and 3. Uh, the Kings just traded Tyler to Foley. So again, I think this time of year, the NHL trade deadline is Monday. So when you start to see these guys, these teams really pack it in and um, give up a lot of guys, I think that's something you got to keep an eye out for. They also, have this guy Peterson in net. I've never even seen his name before, so it's not Jonathan Quick. But pretty big line move to Winnipeg, minus 150 up to minus 170. Uh, so it looks like Sharps are kind of laying the wood there to Winnipeg at home. Uh, now let's flip it over to college hoops. Tons of college hoops today, guys. Um, and, again, I'm still mad at St. John's because that would have been an epic hit. I love that spot. But let's go to the most heavily bet games of the day and then we'll work our way down to um, the added games, extra games, least heavily bet games. So first one, early game, six thirty PM Eastern time. We got Illinois at Penn State. So obviously this is a big ten matchup. Uh, Penn State is playing great. They won eight straight. They're twenty and five. They ranked nineteenth or sorry, they're ranked ninth overall. Uh, Illinois, sixteen and nine. They had it off to a great start, but they've lost four straight. Uh, Penn State opened as a 6.5 point favorite at home. And this is your most heavily bet game tonight. the night. It's also one of the most lopsided. More than 3 out of 4 bets laying it, uh, laying the wood here with Penn State. However, we've actually seen this line stay at 6.5 or even fall to 6. So it's a pretty sharp reverse line move here to Illinois. They're a road conference dog, unranked versus ranked. You can buy low on a team on a losing streak against a team on a winning streak. Uh, I was also looking at some injuries. You do have uh, Myron Mirian or Myrian Jones, Penn State guard. He's out. Um, Ayo Dosunmu, um, really good guard for Illinois. He's questionable. He did travel. He may play. Maybe he's on a minutes restriction, but um, I think injury-wise that benefits a little bit to Illinois. But good buy low opportunity on Illinois, most heavily bet game, most lopsided line free slash reverse line move. Uh, also looks like a little to the over. Both. Pro and Joe over, two-thirds of bets on the over, but it opened at 139, and it's up to 141.5. Some books open even lower than that, uh, 138 or so. But, yeah, Illinois getting the points conference game, uh, great contrarian, sharp uh, spot there. Keep cruising, Kentucky and LSU, big SEC matchup. This is a 9 o'clock game. Uh, Public doesn't know where to go with this one. Kentucky is 20-5, 10th overall, so... Big name school. Another great year. Calpar does it every year. Uh, LSU, 18-7. and 7. So LSU, good record, but they're not ranked. And Kentucky's a better record, and they have a bigger program, bigger bigger name school. Uh, Kentucky's, they've won uh, four straight. LSU has lost three of their last four. So right off the bat, this line opens at LSU minus two, two-point home favorite, 50-50 down the middle. It's your second most heavily bet game of the night behind Illinois-Penn State, and yet public is really split. They like Kentucky, better record. Um, they're your school, they're ranked, but they kind of are weary of LSU because they're good record at home and it's a short number, so again, they do not know where to go. And anytime you see a situation where tickets are even, go to the line movement because books in a, in a vacuum shouldn't move a line at all if tickets are even, but yet if you see a juice move or a line move, that is going to tell you where the pros are at. So LSU did go from minus two to minus two and a half. That tells me LSU is really the sharper play here. Um, again, I wish it was public loading up on Kentucky, but still, uh, that lineman was pretty indicative to LSU because, again, if it's even, it shouldn't move at all, yet it did move to LSU. So you're getting a good LSU uh, team at home. Also, the under has been getting pounded. Um, This total opened at, uh, depending where you're looking, it opened at around, what's interesting to me is actually this total has been all over the board. Uh, It opened at 153. It got all the way down to 144, and now it's all the way back up to 151. So this one is crazy. I did have a good system on um, two good field goal shooting teams, 45% or more. The under is 59%. But man, I um, I did when I did this morning to follow the money. That was like 150 down to 145, and it went back up five points. So um, in- interesting. Um, Baylor and Oklahoma. Anyone want to uh, circle the wagons, back the Sooners with me? Oklahoma in a really sharp spot tonight, guys. This line open Baylor minus three and a half. Why is the line so short? Baylor 23 and 1, ranked first in the country. Oklahoma 16 and 9. Uh, Baylor's won 23 straight. Oklahoma off a bad loss to Kansas, um, 87 to 70. Didn't even come close to covering that number. But um, in this Big 12 showdown, you've seen super lopsided. So most lopsided game of the night. More than eight out of 10 bets laying it with Baylor, and Baylor's covered too, 16 and 8. Pros have really bet against Baylor this year because um, you know when you're a good team and the public, you know, jumps on the bandwagon, that's when they become overvalued and it's more value to bet against them. Um, but Baylor did open minus 3.5 on the road. It's down to 3. So most heavily, third most heavily bet game of the night, most lopsided game of the night. Everyone is betting Baylor. Why did this line open so low, and why did it fall from 3.5 down to 3? Tells me Sharps got down hard on Oklahoma at plus 3.5. Uh, also, injury-wise, uh, good player for Baylor. Looks like he might be out. Uh, Machow, Makayo, Teague. Um, I think he might be out. I think I saw something on Twitter about that. But good opportunity to back Oklahoma. Heavily back game, super contrarian, conference spot, reverse line move at home. Uh, if you're able to jump on that 3.5, uh, even better. Keep cruising. Uh, Dayton, and by the way, January January 10th, these two teams uh, or January 20th, sorry. Oklahoma lost to Baylor 57-61. I remember that game because we bet the Sooners. Uh, they were 10.5-point dogs. They lost by four, so they covered that number. So, um, revenge spot and, uh, and played them tough. Now they're Baylor's missing a good player. Give me the Sooners, baby. Uh, Dayton and VCU. This is your top contrarian play of the night. VCU, baby. Uh, fourth most heavily bet game. Um, I told you before, Baylor is most lopsided. This is technically even more lopsided. Almost 9 out of 10 bets on Dayton. Heavily bet game. Insane, insane heavy public betting lopsided toward Dayton. Uh, Dayton 23-2, 5th overall. VCU, no slouch, so they're unranked, but they're 17-8. and eight. And the line opened Dayton minus 3 on the road. It's either stayed at 3 or fallen to 2.5. So all liability here has been on VCU. Normally, you know, teams get 9 out of 10 bets. They open minus 3, they go to minus 4, minus 5. Books will normally just do that because they have a lot of liability. They got to entice betting the other way to limit their their risk, but not, that's not what happened here. They've made a um, a stand here with VCU, telling you that they're worried about the VCU wise guys. So VCU getting um, three points and gets your target. If you're at two and a half right now, I'd wait it out. Probably based on juice, may go back to three. Uh, but VCU at three, your top contrarian play of the night. Also, um, good ATS, bad ATS. You know, Dayton's 13 and 11 covering the number. VCU is only nine and sixteen, so being able to buy low um, on a bad ATS versus good ATS is a ton of value. Um, but go VCU, that'd be a huge hit. Uh, Creighton and Marquette, can't wait to watch this game. Um, this is shaping up to be an interesting spot here because, um, you know, Creighton is twenty and six, 15th overall. Marquette seventeen and seven, 19th overall. So Creighton's won three straight. They won seven of eight. Uh, Marquette. They played great against Nova. They lost, but they covered 72-71. to Now, this was basically even betting pretty much uh, last night, this morning, up until recently, but it's becoming more of a public play to Marquette. And the line did move to Marquette. They went from minus 2.5 up to minus 3. A lot of books at minus 3 are now minus 115, so it even goes to 3.5. I'm worried a little bit because Creighton is now becoming almost a inflated super contrarian road conference dog opportunity. However, the thing, the reason why I still think Marquette, um, has value here and Ken Palm has is a three point win for Marquette. So I think, you know, you really want to tune out for less or even, you know, money line spots. I, it's kind of high, but, uh, 150, Yeah, that is kind of high. Yeah. I still, I, you know, it's kind of funny cause like hockey, I don't, I could play 150 any day of the week, but college hoops, it's a little different. Um, but I think the one thing that I still lean Marquette here is that they have a huge rest advantage. So Marquette, they last played February 12th, so they've been off for six days. And Creighton last played the 15th, so they've only been off for three days. You also have a um, revenge angle here. January 1st, um, 2020, you know, what, six weeks ago, Creighton won 92-75. to 75, So Creighton just waxed them. So bounce back Marquette at home. Again, worries me. It's kind of a public play, but um, you know I got to give a shot to my guy Michael Lombardi. Can't be a stubborn contrarian um, like I was raised to be. The public does win here and there, so maybe it's this case where both pros and joes on Marquette here. Uh, but go, uh, go Marquette. Purdue and Wisconsin. I think you have great value to Purdue here, guys. Purdue is 14 and 12. Wisconsin's 15 and 10. Similar records, but Wisconsin slightly better record. They're at home. They've won two straight. Purdue has lost two straight. They're blown out by Ohio State uh, 68-52 their last game. I think they're only like a five-point dog there. Um, But I think you have some value here to back Purdue, buy low on Purdue. Wisconsin open minus four. They're getting three out of four bets, yet they've stayed at four. Line has even dipped to three and a half here and there, and a lot of books at um, plus four Purdue are like minus 115. So it looks like it may fall to three and a half. So Purdue, um, road conference dog, classic spot here. The one trend of Wisconsin is that Big Ten home favorite trend um, on the money line. They're uh, 59 and 15, 80%. Big Ten home faves to the spread, they're 57%, 40 and 30 ATS. But I still think Purdue, you know, they're, they're a Jekyll and I team. You can be high on them and they can look terrible and get blown out. You can kind of overlook them and they play great and surprise you. So um, looking at this game, it's a three point game from Ken Palm. He's got Wisconsin winning 61 58. So if I can get a four. In a super lopsided game, by low opportunity road conference dog. I think Purdue sharp play tonight. Uh, keep on cruising. Nevada in New Mexico sharp play to New, to New Mexico tonight, guys. Uh, Nevada 16 and 10. New Mexico is 17 and 10. But Nevada kind of a bigger name school. Um, they're also nine and five in conference. They've won three straight. New Mexico is only six and eight in conference. So this Mountain West game opened uh, Nevada minus two and a half on the road, and they're getting almost three out of four bets yet the line has fallen to one and a half or even one so New Mexico getting the points uh really getting steamed across the board causing that line to fall you know ideally if you can still get one and a half I'd grab the one and a half if it's down to one I'd wait it may go back to one and a half you know money line would be if you can you know possibly 105 and get a little plus money there but I still think getting a one and a half is key you just hate to see a one- point game and uh, you're not able to cast that one, but New Mexico really, really sharp tonight. Uh, and then a bunch of games across the board. Uh, these smaller end games, um, you know, take take from what them, you know, take from them what you want. Uh, they can be um, a little little tougher. Just remembering that we're really following line movement and we're really not having any contrarian value. But in a lot of ways, it makes it easier to spot sharp action. So Merrimack at Bryant. Uh, this game opened Bryant minus two at home. It's an added game, extra game. Lines down to one or even a pick So it looks like Merrimack uh, got steamed a little bit there. Ball State and Buffalo. Sharp play to Ball State. They're on the road. Buffalo open minus 4.5. They're getting three out of four bets. Yet the line stayed at 4.5, and, and it's even fallen to four at some books. You've also seen a lot of smart money hit this over. Ball State, Buffalo. It opened 143.5. It's up to 146. I'm actually seeing some books at 146.5. Um... And Ball State is really good to the under, 17 and 7. Buffalo, 12 and 11 to the under. So it's kind of that buy low to to, two teams that play under. Um, Public's on under, yet the total's rising. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, Arkansas and Florida. I think there's some value on Arkansas here. Florida is getting three out of four bets. Really heavily bet game. Or not really heavily bet, but really lopsided. Kind of a moderate bet game. But Arkansas open at plus six. They're up to seven and a half. So you're getting a point and a half off the line, off the opening number. You're contrarian on the road in a conference game. And Ken Palm has this game at Florida winning by four. Florida 71-67. So Ken Palm projecting a four-point game. You know, you're know, you now getting a full point and a half for free because public is all over Florida. And you can get seven and a half. So I think getting seven and a half with Arkansas, a pretty good value there, especially based on some Ken Palm projections. Um, keep on cruising Northwestern and Maryland. Seen a lot of smart money hit this under. It opened at 133. It's down to 130. Some books look like they're even going to 129.5. And, and that would match some conference under pace systems. Uh, Mississippi and Mizzou. Sharp play to Mizzou. I'd consider a money line play here. It opened Mizzou minus one. It's up to one and a half. I'm seeing some books even get closer to two. Money lines around minus 120, minus 125. Not a bad play at all. Um, but record wise, Mississippi 13 and 12. Mizzou 12 and 13. You know, Really, one bucket here and there. They, those those numbers could be flopped, but uh, I think you're buying low in a good spot here. Mizzou at home on the money line. Uh, keep cruising. Colorado State, UNLV, same sort of thing. UNLV, uh, public's loading up on Colorado State because Colorado State 18 and nine. UNLV is 13 and 14. But uh, UNLV open a one point favorite, even though oddsmakers knew public would just grab Colorado State with a much better record, and yet. 2 thirds of bets on Colorado State but UNLV went minus one to minus one and a half so line move toward UNLV um, looks like a kind of a fade the trendy dog play 1030 games so bets should pick up there Davidson and st. Joe's I think st. Joe's has some value I mean they have a god-awful record um, they're four and 21 Davidson is 13 and 11 st. Joe's has lost a ton of games in a row however this is really lopsided toward st. Louis Um or sorry, toward Davidson they open as an 11-point favorite. They got up to 12 and a half, and I think at 12 and a half you're going to start to see some buyback on St. Joe's. Um, so super contrarian play, conference game, really inflated line, double-digit conference dog. Also important spot there. And if you take a look just in terms of um, projections here, Ken Palm has Davidson winning by 11, which is exactly the opener. If you can get 12 and a half in the hook. Um, I don't think that's a bad play there at all. Um, Keep cruising. St. Louis and UMass. A little smart money to UMass, my Minutemen, who were my safety school. Um, I went to UVM instead, but UMass Amherst, the zoo. I was close to going there. But St. Louis opened minus 3.5 on the road. They're getting 3 out of 4 bets. They're down to 3. So pretty sharp line move here toward UMass. Um, Of course, Ken Palm has a 3-point game, so it's right on it. Uh, But if you can get the hook, the 3.5, some good value there. Conference dog at home. Uh, keep cruising. Kent State and Emu. Uh, smart money played to Eastern Michigan. Kent State opened three-point road favorite. And even though they're getting big majority of bets, the line is down, uh, down to 2.5. Kent State 17-8. and eight. Eastern Michigan 14-11. Uh, but Eastern Michigan playing better. Two, they won two in a row. They won four of their last five. And you have got a line move in their favor. And then last game of the night, um, we got uh, Mount St. Mary's. At Wagner, uh, Wagner barely knew her, and a little uh, smart money play to uh, Mount St. Mary's. It is a added a game extra game, but open at Wagner minus one, or the game was a pick 'em, and now it's moving to Mount St. Mary's minus one. So Mount St. Mary's 10 and 16, but Wagner 5 and 19. Both teams have lost a bunch of games in a row. Kind of a matchup between you know two pretty bad teams, but uh, Mount St. Mary's with that line move. If you can get them at a book at a pick them, or, you know, if you're only pick them, look at Moneyline. It might be pick-em, 110 both sides, but maybe Moneyline is minus 108. Maybe you can get a better number there. Um, but, yeah, you do have that move to Mount St. Mary's. But big night tonight, guys. Tons of good sharp spots to sweat. Illinois, LSU, Oklahoma, VCU, Marquette, Purdue, New Mexico. Um, it's going to be a big night here. Don't forget Arkansas. I'm excited to sweat a bunch of these games tonight. Uh, that's what it guys. Uh, another day another dollar. We're grinding like we always do. Um, I'm really proud of uh, kind of just the kind of just the, the role that we're on and just just doing a good job looking at line movement. Um, let me know if you guys I was curious about this. do you guys know of any other sports betting podcasts that do what we do because I was kind of interested. okay, I feel like we're pretty unique. I'm proud of the way we approach betting. It's not opinion-based. It's not oh, bet the Warriors tonight because um, you know K, you know back you know KD's not on the team anymore. But bet them because KD and Steph and uh, you know Clay are the are the greatest. Or you know bet the Lakers because LeBron's awesome. No, you want to look at the the line movement, the data, the value, the market. The market's going to tell you where the value is. And um, you know the great thing about sports betting legalization is that we're really you know on the ground floor of a market that's absolutely exploding, which is going to give us so many advantages and perks and, you know, betting into the public being a contrarian are situated very well because so much more public is joining. Um, but it's also in the sports betting media space, so much opinion, so many touts handicappers, you know, scam handicappers, as I like to call them, used car salesmen. Um, I'm proud to be at VEASAN where we approach betting from a analytics standpoint, not an opinion based standpoint. And, um, I think uh, that was the biggest reason why I, I wanted to join Veasan and um, kind of giving us this platform to be a data-driven, data-minded sharp betters is uh, is something I'm really proud of. But yeah, if, do you guys know of any other podcasts that do we do? I don't think there's anyone else out there, so um, I'm I'm really proud of what we've created, and um, I think we're uh, I think we're marching toward the madness in a pretty good direction here. So um, hope everyone has a fantastic Tuesday. It's kind of a uh, it's kind of a rainy dreary kind of crappy day on the North shore of Boston. Um, But it's a great day to to stay in and sweat a lot of hoops and some, some NHL and maybe, uh, maybe do a little research on baseball. And I do have some spring training systems, believe it or not. I'm not a fan of betting spring training, but there's kind of one system that I do see a little value on. We'll talk about that uh, as we get closer to um, to first pitch here. But um, yeah, I want to wish everyone luck. Thank you for tuning in. Remember uh, if you are ever thirsting, for more knowledge, for more tips, more strategies, uh, just little things that can help you you know, increase your win percentage by 0.1%. Uh, any little thing can help, and I have the book to help you. It's called The Everything Guide to Sports Betting. I wrote it uh, two years ago. It came out last year, and I'm uh, really proud of it. It's going to give you all your betting fundamentals, get your, um, your basics down, your glossary of terms, how odds makers set lines, why they move lines, how to go contrarian, why to go contrarian, how to identify sharp action, how to read line movement, how to set up a bankroll management plan, um, shopping for the best line, betting in person, online, everything. It's all included. i got chapters on all the major sports as well. So if you're interested and you want to learn more and you want to support the team, um, you can go to uh, Amazon or Barnes & Noble, uh, the Everything Guide to Sports Betting, or or tell a friend. And if you like it and you want to make my day, give it five stars a solid review on Amazon. That would uh, make me very, very happy. Uh, But thank you all. Have an excellent, excellent Tuesday. We're back at it tomorrow for a little hump day. We're getting closer to uh, NBA coming back here, but uh, we're going to keep grinding hoops and NHL uh, because that's where it's at right now. But good luck, everyone. Stay sharp. Stay contrarian. Bet against the public. Place yourself on the side of the house. Always be with the smart money, never against it. Make sure you have multiple outs. Shop for the best line. Get down hard. Be fearless but disciplined. And as always, when I see you at the window, you better not have a parlay ticket. Have a great day, guys. Good luck.
0: Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1 800 Gambler 24 7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex.